Hello there, and welcome back to another episode of Just a Thought with Lainey Evans. I'm your host, Lainey, and today we're going to be talking about how to start improving in any sense, improving yourself, improving something that you're working on, um, just improving in general. Um, But before we do that, as always, if you are new to this podcast, every week I do weekly segments for the first half of podcast episode and then the second half is getting into the topic that we're talking about so if you just want to hear what the topic is feel free to skip about halfway through the episode but if you like listening to the weekly recaps or you want to get to know me a little bit stick around and let's just get right into it starting with the drink of the day I'm having an adrenal cocktail so I have my magnesium in here coconut water salt I usually put lemon juice in this, but I'm out of lemons, so there is no lemon in here, but still tastes good nonetheless. And now let's get into the weekly recap starting on Thursday. So I am now into my second semester of college, and if you didn't know, I go to school for dance theater. I've finally started talking about this a little bit more on my YouTube and I have posted a couple clips of me dancing on my Instagram now, so make sure to go check those out. My Instagram is laney.foods, and my YouTube channel is just my name, Laney Evans. Um, With second semester, I have some new classes, and on Thursday, I had my first hip-hop and heels class. Think of it as, like, it's not heels in the sense of, like, character heels, more like heels and, like, street-style heels, uh, Latin heels. And then obviously like hip-hop, a bunch of different styles of hip-hop, all that fun stuff. And this class is, I know this class is going to definitely put me outside of my comfort zone because I'm not super in touch with like being confident in like my more like sexy feminine side, like owning that part of myself. Also like, I don't know, I definitely feel like I have that side to me. I just don't really acknowledge it or like let it come out because I've never been one to like accept it um and I think that this class is really going to help me like find that side of me and find that confidence in myself and to just like go for things even if they do seem scary but yeah I had my first hip-hop and heels class it went really good and then I had modern I love my modern teacher and I feel like I'm definitely getting better at it it's a challenging style for me because it's so specific yet you're also supposed to make it look very specific yet also very relaxed at the same time and it can be hard to just like let go and let things happen while also pulling up and like keeping your abs engaged and using your core and balancing and all that sort of stuff so anyways had that and then I had my first gymnastics class and I have never done like a lot of gymnastics or acrobatics or anything like that. I did some small amount of like the mat work and stuff at my old dance studio, but it was never like a huge focus. So I'm really excited to be able to have the opportunity of this to do this and I'm making it a goal. I really want to have my my aerial on one at least one side by the end of the semester. So that's 15 weeks. So I'm really hoping that I can figure out what I need to do to get it and like work on it. I already have a pop-up cartwheel and dive cartwheels. So now I just got to work on learning how to do it without hands is basically where I'm at. And then Thursday night, my boyfriend and I went and saw a musical, a Broadway musical called Kimberly Akimbo. And it was good. It wasn't my favorite musical, 
but the story was sweet and cute. There was a lot going on all at once, though, yet it still felt like there wasn't much happening in the story, so I definitely enjoyed it, and I got tickets. My boyfriend and I got free tickets from our school to go, so I will never say no to a free show, especially a Broadway show, and we got to sit in orchestra in the second row, so we got to see everything. It was really nice. We've gone to Friday. I had ballet at 8 a.m. in the morning, and then I had like a three or four hour break before my next class, so on Fridays I will be going to the gym in between my first class and my second class of the day because that's what works works best for me, and then I'll have like the evening um, after class to just like be with friends and chill so I don't have to worry about going to the gym. So Friday mid-morning is when I'm going to the gym. And then I had my dance history class and contemporary. I love my contemporary teacher. She's so nice. Everyone has said how much they love her and I hadn't had her yet. And I get the hype. She's amazing. She's so sweet. And she really takes into account like what her students' opinions are like what they want, what works for them, what isn't working for them. And she just, she seems like a lot of fun. And then Friday night, some of my friends and I played a board game called Betrayal. It's like a really advanced or like really fancy version of Clue almost. I mean, there's some differences, but like, it's kind of like that mystery, like spooky kind of board game. Saturday, I went to the gym and then I went to the studios. Um, I booked myself a room to just rehearse. And I booked the room for an hour, but no one ended up needing the room after me. So I actually stayed for about two hours. And I ended up improving. I, I did all the work that I needed to do rehearsing last week's work and some stuff for some projects that I needed to work on. And then the rest of the time I just spent improving. And it was really nice. I have really found a new love for just improving by myself in a space like that and it's also really fun to just like set up my phone and record myself and even if I don't use the videos for anything just seeing like how my body moves and I've noticed that I have a deeper appreciation for just being able to move and dance I have the freedom to do what I get to do like I get to wake up every single day and go to dance classes for school like that's my studying is going to dance classes all day every day while it's very hard it's taxing on the mind and body it is also so rewarding and I am so lucky to be able to do that I've really realized that just from improving and like watching back on myself dancing in this space and seeing how much my body is capable of and how lucky I really am to be able to do such a beautiful thing I've also noticed that I'm a lot I'm a lot less critical of myself than I used to be when I was improving. I realized that like my improv does not have to be a bunch of like crazy impressive tricks like I know a lot of like my friends can do and a lot of my peers can do, which is like awesome and it amazes me every time I see them do stuff like that. But that's not exactly what my body's built to do. And sometimes there's beauty in simplicity as well. And I just have like a connection with like music and I can really feel the moods of stuff so I feel like I can also tell the story through like my emotions and my expressions and things like that so yeah I've just I've really learned I'm learning to appreciate what I'm capable of doing after I danced at the studio for a couple hours I came back 
and I went and got groceries. And then when I got back to my dorm, I did laundry and I worked on some projects that I had to do for class. As well as I also wanted to say, I think I've talked about this recently. I talked about it on my YouTube channel. I know that. But I can't remember if I talked about it on here at all. I'm trying to get better at like having more days frequently where I'm not tracking my food because I have, I still have tendencies of like worrying that I'm not going to eat enough if I'm not tracking or worry that I can't eat certain foods if I'm not tracking. So I'm trying to get into the habit of like having days more frequently where I don't track and I just listen to my hunger cues. I eat when I'm hungry. I stop when I'm full. I listen to my cravings. And if I have thoughts like ED thoughts telling me to not eat something, I immediately do the opposite. So if like there was a day where I wanted a croissant and my brain was like, "Mm -mm, you should not have that. And I did the exact opposite. I went and I got a croissant and I ate a croissant and I'm fine. Like I'm, I'm doing perfectly fine. I'm alive. I'm thriving. I'm really good. So I just have to continue to do that so that eventually I'll be able to eat intuitively and not worry about under eating and letting those thoughts control me. It's going to be like a slow process because that's what works for me. But eventually, obviously, I don't want to have to track food every single day because no one wants to do that forever. It was never the plan to like do it forever. So I'm just trying to use it as a tool to ease myself back into like intuitively eating and making sure that I'm actually fueling myself properly and eating enough. So I just thought I'd update you guys on that because I know I talked to my YouTube channel a little bit about it, but couldn't remember if I talked about it on here. Sunday in the morning, I edited my podcast and got that up. I meal prepped. I ran to TJ Maxx to look for heels for my heels class um, because I have to get heels. I ended up not being able to find any, so I just ordered some online. That was not my first choice, but because I couldn't find any, that is what I had to do. And they're like four inches. Eventually, they want us to be in like at least six inch heels, but I was like, I'm going to start with four inches and just see how that goes. And then eventually, if I want to, I can work my way up to six inches. Four is enough for now. All right, Monday. I had a musical theater class, ballet, went to the gym. And then Monday night, I had tap auditions for tap workshop. That's basically after 15 weeks of rehearsal. There is a show put together for people who auditioned and got chosen to be in. I auditioned on Monday night for the tap portion of the show, of the what they call workshop. And I made it all the way through to the end. And I am proud of that. I'm so proud of that. Last semester, I didn't make it past first cut. And it was definitely because I was really, really anxious. And like I just kind of blacked out when I was performing the audition piece. But on Monday, through the past semester um, and the different audition-like experiences that I've had, placements and stuff like that, I am learning how my anxiety shows itself when I'm in an audition setting and I'm learning how to control it and like what works for me to calm down and to focus and to remember combinations quickly and to remind myself that I know what I'm doing and to trust myself and I just need to focus on myself and not on other people. And yeah, I ended up making it all the way to the end of the audition, and I should know by next Monday if I got in or not, and whether or not I did get in, I am still so proud of myself because I made it farther than I did last time, and it was a great audition experience, and I'm really proud of how far I've come in that aspect. 
So I will keep you guys updated though on whether I get in or not. Tuesday, I had 8 a.m. tap. So yes, I had my tap audition Monday night from 6.30 to 9.30. And then the very next morning, I had tap at 8 a.m. from 8 until 10. And then I had theater dance, ballet, and I got done at class at 5.30. And then I went to the gym. And then I came back to my dorm. And I went and hung out in the hideaway, which is one of the student lounges. Um, I hung out with my boyfriend and a couple of our friends. I was kind of in, like, not the best mood. I was kind of in a pissy mood. I just sat with my boyfriend and some of my friends for a little bit. And then I went to bed, passed out, like, knocked out real quick. And that brings me to today. I had musical theater again today. Oh, I had musical theater yesterday, too. I forgot to put that down, but yes, I did have musical theater yesterday. I had musical theater today. And I had to sing my musical theater song for the first time. Didn't go as great as I know it has gone when I rehearse it. It went okay. It was the first time seeing it in front of the class and working on it with my teacher. I'm trying not to be too hard on myself about it. And then right after my musical theater class, I had my individual vocal lesson. But because it was the first vocal lesson, I actually had another girl who was the same teacher as me. We were both meeting with our instructor just to learn, like, the trajectory of the lessons and the warm-ups and like what our goals are what we're working towards in there and then i had a little bit of a break between my individual voice lesson and my next class so i came back to my dorm ate lunch edited some of this week's youtube video and then i went to my modern improv class now i am here so yeah that's pretty much my weekly recap. Let's get into the highs and the lows. My Let's start with my low. My low was that I was just not in a great mood last night. And I feel kind of bad because I, I know I probably could have handled it better. But also, like, I didn't do anything to, like, <laughs> hurt anyone or anything. I was just, like, kind of grumpy and just kind of, like, keeping to myself. Yeah, just wasn't a great feeling. But this morning I woke up and I was in a great mood. So, yeah, I don't know. It's a very big change of mood overnight and then my high of the week was improving in the studio on saturday afternoon it just felt really nice to be in there to be dancing and i really like having that space to myself and i'm very grateful to have the opportunity to do that and i know i've said that a couple times already in this episode but seriously i'm trying to not take that stuff for granted because not everyone gets the opportunity to do what i'm doing and i'm trying to recognize that my goal last week was to read to chapter nine in the book that I'm reading. I'm currently reading the Throne of Glass series and I'm on the book Air of Fire. And I didn't reach my goal, so that is going to be my goal this week. I'm gonna to try to get to chapter twenty-nine. I've just been really, really busy and that's not a good enough excuse because I can set aside ten minutes every day to read. So I really I, I did get I got to chapter twenty, but not as far as I would have liked to have gotten. Hopefully, I will be to that chapter by next week. How am I doing on a scale of 1 to 10? I'm like a 7. I'm doing pretty good. I'm chilling. Feeling out the vibes. How are you doing? Checking with yourself. As always, this is just a reminder that you are just noticing how you feel. Try not to judge. Maybe ask yourself why you're feeling the way that you're feeling, but then go back to whatever it is you're doing. And with all that being said, let's get into today's podcast topic. 
Okay, today's podcast topic, as I said before, is how to start improving. And I feel like this is a really important thing for me to talk about as this is a self-improvement, self-growth podcast. And self-improvement is something that's really big to me and has been a huge part of my journey. So I feel like I have some helpful tips to maybe help you improve different aspects of your life that could be mental health, that could be maybe you're working towards a certain goal in school or in a sport, literally anything. This is just how I go about in a general sense of improving something. So I have it broken down into about nine steps and I'll explain why I say about nine steps in a little bit, but we're just gonna start with step number one deciding one thing it is that you want to improve on so obviously we all have a lot of things going on in our lives all at once like i have dance stuff i have lots of things that i create for content for social media i have my social life i have my personal mental health and time that i like to spend with myself so there are a lot of things i can choose from to improve on two years ago the thing that i decided i wanted to really improve on was my mental health so that was the thing that I chose. I, in, in a broad spectrum, my mental health, obviously you can break it down into smaller things, but my mental health as a whole was the one thing that I wanted to improve on. So that's the first thing you need to decide is like, what kind of category of thing do you want to improve on? Or you can get more specific. I guess this is like a, a step in between step one and two is like, which in that category, what is one thing specifically you want to focus on? For me, within fixing my mental health, I needed to work on my relationship with food, my body, and exercise. Within that, I could choose to focus on just my food, my relationship with my body, or exercise. But for me, it worked better to work on all three together. So you can decide how far you want to go into breaking those things apart. But that is kind of how I would go about like choosing what it is you want to improve on. Think of like big categories and then break those into smaller categories and then from those smaller categories either break those down more or just choose from the first breakdown. Step number two is look at what you're already currently doing to improve on the thing that you chose to improve on. So I'm just going to continue with the example of my mental health. So what was I currently doing to improve on that? I was going to therapy and I was starting to talk more openly about the way that I was feeling, especially in times where I felt like my mental health was slipping and I was falling into dark places. I was trying to be better about communicating it with loved ones, people around me, people that I trusted. You may not have something that you are currently doing to improve that, and that's perfectly okay. This is not, again, as always, these are never meant to be judgments. It's just an assessment to see where you are so that you know what you need to do to get better, to improve. So what is it that you're currently doing in this moment to help you get better at this thing, to improve at this thing? Which brings you to step three is to like make a list of any ideas you have of how you could possibly improve. So things that I thought of within improving my mental health, improving my relationship with food, improving my relationship with my body, improving my relationship with exercise, going on walks, taking vitamin D, getting sunlight or using my vitamin D light that I got from my psychiatrist because um, not having vitamin D and like sunlight exposure can be very de detrimental to some people's mental health. 
unfollowing people on social media that were not supportive to my journey, that made me feel bad about myself, that were making me compare myself, continuing to talk openly about it with people, journaling. That's nine things just off the top of my head that I could think of to support myself in bettering my mental health. So make a list, you know, maybe like on a piece of paper or in a journal so you don't lose it or even on your phone in a note, like on the notes app, and then choose one of those things. That's step number four is decide on one thing that you want to focus on for the time being. So for me, for this example, I'm going to choose fixing my relationship with food, which brings us to step number five, which is trying to consistently do that thing for 30 days. Within fixing my relationship with food, what is one thing I can do to possibly improve at that? My brain chose to start consistently eating three meals a day. And then from there, I would work up. But starting with three meals a day, because that was something that I was not doing, three substantial meals a day. It was not something that was happening for me. It was something I was very scared of, very hesitant about. So that's where I started. And you stick to that for 30 days, trying to be consistent with it, holding yourself accountable. And when you're having moments of doubt with it, just remind yourself that after 30 days, it will, you will come to step number six, which is to reflect and assess how it's working for you. Was I able to stick to those three meals a day? What was hard about it? What made it easier for me on the days that I was struggling? And then from there, you move on to step number seven, which is to, if it wasn't working for you, choose something else from that list that you can try. Or if it was working for you, continue with it until it's no longer working for you. Just continue doing it because if it's working, why would you stop now? You know, you've already built up that habit from doing it for 30 days. So continue to do it if it's working for you. Now, this is where I said I had said about nine steps. This is step seven and a half, I would say. If you are continuing to do what works, maybe think about adding in a new idea from your list along with that to stick to for 30 days. So you already have the one habit. And then I think, I believe this is called habit stacking. So after you have the one habit, you're going to add a new habit on top of that to continue with the first habit. So for me, it was three meals a day. On top of that, adding in three snacks so that I had a meal, a snack, a meal, a snack, a meal, a snack. And doing those doing the three meals first and then adding the snacks in made it made it less daunting and easier to trust myself and trust my body and allow myself to have that because i knew that i got through the scary part of having three meals a day so why shouldn't my body be able to handle three meals and three snacks moving on to step number eight while we are just flying through these steps i really hope that this is making sense to you but step number eight is Remember that what works for you may not work for everyone, and what works for everyone may not work for you. At the end of the day, you are your own person, you know yourself best. So, if this does not sound like it would work for you, that's fine. Don't try it, don't do it, or try it, reflect, assess, and try something completely different if it is not working for you. I have learned in my process of like trying to reconnect with myself and heal and grow as a person that there are a lot of things that I do that 
don't work for other people. And there are a lot of things that work for other people that I personally do not enjoy doing that don't work for me. And that's perfectly okay. There are a lot of people who do not enjoy the lifestyle that I live and that's fine. That's their choice. They don't want to live the lifestyle that I live, but I live the lifestyle I live because it brings me happiness. It has helped my mental health so much. It makes me feel happy and excited to wake up every day. And it gives me purpose and it helps me guide myself through life. I would never want to stop anyone from trying to figure out what it is that works for them. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's really it. I, I, I never would want to stop anyone from trying to figure out what works for them. So if this doesn't work for you, that's okay. That doesn't mean that the way that you're trying things is wrong. It just means that you have to do something different. And everyone is different. So that's completely okay. Try to remind yourself that you're doing enough just by trying. Taking that step to try something is so hard. But it is so worth it. And what's scarier, trying something new and going for it or staying stuck where you are forever and not knowing what could have been? Because for me personally, I would much rather do the scary thing and grow and look back and be proud of myself than live in fear for the rest of my life or live in regret not knowing what could have happened. Moving on to step number nine, things take time. So be patient. Everyone's life happens at different paces you do not need to compare your chapter two to someone else's chapter 30. someone could have been on a journey for 10 years and you just started you're not going to be where they are and that's okay you shouldn't expect to be where they are you have to meet yourself where you are show up for yourself where you are be realistic with where you are so that in 10 years you can look back and see how much you've grown see how much you've improved and really understand that that patience and that kindness to yourself was all worth it that's really what this comes down to is just remembering that time may feel long in the present but when you look back on the past you realize it really was not that long at all most of the time things are worth the wait i know this was a bit of a shorter episode but i really hope that this was helpful in you kind of seeing how I kind of process improving on certain things and what steps I take to improve myself, um, things that I'm working on. If you did enjoy this episode, please make sure to give it a five-star rating and review in the Apple Podcast Store, as well as a rating on Spotify. Share with anyone that you think would need to hear this message. Also, follow the podcast Instagram at justathought.pod. I post lots of updates on there. Um, any stories with like question boxes can be found there. We can also have conversations about the topic in the comments for the post of this episode. And also feel free to DM me any questions, topics, um, slash podcast episode ideas, anything like that. And with all that being said, this was just a thought with me. I will be in your ears next week. Bye.